And so if you allow the cares of the world to come in when you receive a word, it will choke out the word that God is trying to put inside of you. And the question is why? Because everything with God, church, is voluntary. Understand God's not going to force you to do anything. He ain't going to force his word on you. He ain't going to force his love on you. He ain't going to force his blessing on you. And you have the, you have a choice to receive it or not. It's up to you. You, you determine which ground you're going to be. God don't determine the ground. You determine how you're going to receive his word. And so because of that, the choice is yours. Manifested Glory Worship Center. Kingdom focused. Kingdom minded. Kingdom living. This is the Rhema Talk Podcast, and you're listening to Pastor Damon C. Johnson, founder and senior pastor of Manifested Glory Worship Center. fourth chapter, Mark chapter four. Mark chapter four, we're going to begin reading in verse 15. Mark chapter four, verse 15. When you get it, please say, I got it. Uh, if you still turn and say, hold up, no problem. If you do not have your Bibles, we will definitely have the scriptures on the screens, on the monitors for you. Mark chapter 15. Verses, I mean, Mark chapter 4, verse 15 through 20. The Bible reads this way. It said, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. And when they heard it, Satan came, comes immediately and takes it away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones stone, sown on stony ground who, when they heard the word, immediately received it with gladness. And they had no root in them. So it endured for a time. Afterwards, when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumbled. Now, these are the ones sown among thorns. And these are the ones when they heard the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires of other things entered and choked the word. And it became and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who heard the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30-fold, some 60, some 100. Let's stop right there. So let's do a quick review of what we've been talking about the last few weeks. First of all, Jesus said that this is a parable, and th this parable, uh, if you do not understand this parable, you will not understand any other parable that he taught. And so that's why we've been taking our time going through this parable because if we don't get this one, we're not going to understand anything else Jesus taught. And so this parable is about the sower and him sowing seed. The Bible says there was a sower, and we discovered in the, in the first week of this teaching that God was the sower, and the thing that he is sowing is his word. Now, when he sows his word, he sows his word into ground into dirt. We know that Genesis said that when God created mankind, he molded man from the dirt. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so, so we are the dirt vessels that God wants to plant his seed of his word. He knows that if, he put, if you put a seed in dirt, if you do the right things with that seed, that seed will grow. And that's why he trusts his, 
He trusts his word in these dirt vessels. He's hoping that when he plant a word in these dirt vessels, that, that, that the dirt vessels will do the right thing so that seed could grow. And when that seed grows, it will bear full fruit. And the Bible says some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. But the problem is that according to our text, there's, there's four types of ground that the seed will fall on. There's by the wayside, stony ground, thorny ground, and good ground. Now, let's talk about this word for a moment because we discovered in God's word that, that, that Paul wrote, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power unto salvation to those who believe. Yes. And we spent time breaking that down and what that meant. He says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel is the word, the seed. He says, why? Because it's, it's the power of God. And we talked about that the word power in Greek is deutimus. And deutimus means the miracle working ability. So that word that you receive, if you are good ground, will become a miracle working ability in your life. Not just in your life, but if you allow that seed to grow, it will bear fruit that someone else can partake in. So, so, so that's the purpose of the seed. He says that it be the power unto salvation. We, do, we determine what the salvation was. The Greek word for salvation is soteria. And we know that soteria means rescue, deliverance, or uh, safety. So the word will be for you, if you allow it, if you are good ground, the word will be safety, refuge, and deliverance for you. No, for no matter what you're dealing with, the word can do it. But in order for that to take place, you have to be good ground. So week, week one, we talk about seed by the wayside. The Bible says, when you read it in, in, in both accounts, it says that when the word went forth and they did not understand the word, it fell by the wayside. We talked about that that word understand in the Greek means to consider it. That when the word goes forth, come here, Taj, for a minute. This, this is you. This is your pot. God wants to put a, the seed of the word. He wants to plant a word. But you don't consider it. That word ain't for me. And the reason why we don't consider the word, especially when that word is parking in our spot. You living in sin and the word comes about your sin, you don't want to consider it. I can get with all that. God, just, just let me go on to church and all they talk about is my breakthrough and my blessing. Don't talk about my sin. I ain't here for that. I want to dance and shout. I'm going to get to that in a minute. God, don't, don't, don't park in my spot because I like the way I am. I like living the way I live. So we don't consider the word. And the Bible says when we don't consider the word, that it goes by the wayside. And when the seed comes by the wayside, come on, D, I know it's, this is your time. When you don't consider the word and the word falls by the wayside, the Bible says the enemy comes. There you go. He takes the seed that should have been sown in your heart. He takes it and he keeps it. And guess what? When he takes it, you'll never be able to get it again. Because you didn't want it in the first place. You didn't consider it. And because you didn't want it, it went by the wayside. He, you don't want it? That could have been, guess what? Your power or your salvation. It could have been your miracle. It could have been your deliverance. It could have been your breakthrough. But because, because it was sensitive to you, you didn't want to consider it. So it fell by the wayside. Thanks, Deke. Thanks, Tosh. <laughs> then last week, we talked about stony ground. Now, stony ground, the Bible says that they received the word and they immediately received it with gladness. Oh, yeah. hey. 
Hey! Shaka maha. Help me tie my bow tie. You receive it with gladness. Because all you want to do is dance. All you want to do is shout. The preacher tune up. And, you, and I can go in and do this for 45 minutes. I can even modulate and keep going up and get you all excited and don't say nothing. And y'all say, yeah. What would happen at church? Oh, we had a shouting good time. What the preacher preach about? I don't know, but it felt good. Hallelujah. And I could get up here and just quote songs all day, but don't have no word. I can get up here and say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I like the way Michael Jackson said it. A, B, C, as easy as one, two, three. Hey, the whole church shouting. The Bible says when you receive a word like that and it does not take root, when the tribulation and persecution of this world comes, you will stumble. He said, you're going to stumble because the word didn't take root. And when you read Luke's account, he said, it didn't take root because you didn't water it. See, you got to water the seed. You got to water the seed by declaring the word. You got to open up your mouth. We talked about that last week. You got to open up your mouth and begin to declare what God has declared. See, a closed mouth don't eat. And so if you want that seed to grow, you can't be stony ground. You got to be able to de declare a word over it. And you know, if all you want is, see us, see us, see us, see us. I can do that all, I can do that every Sunday. Sweat out all my clothes. Don't read nothing out the Bible. Just yell at you the whole time. It gets you to yell back at me. Look at your neighbor and say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my light and my salvation. I can do that every week. And if that don't take root in your heart, the Bible says when, when, not if, when persecution and tribulation comes, if that word that you're so excited about, if it's not taking root in your heart, you will stumble. And the word stumble means to backslide. Ain't no use to going to church if you ain't going to get nothing out of it. And it can't just be an emotional experience. You got to get some word in you so that word can take root in your heart. What's the purpose? Listen, if we come here every Sunday and we just dance and have a good time, and I love our music ministry. I think it's awesome. But, it's, but, but you got to have a word. You need a word. And if I came in here and I didn't say anything about this Bible, then you should go to another church. You need to be in a Bible teaching church that's going to teach you the word of God so you can grow, so you can bear full fruit. So that was by the wayside and the stony. Today we're going to talk about the thorny ground. Thorny ground. Let's see what thorny ground says. Verse 18 and 19 about text. Verse 18 says, Now these are the ones that sowed among thorns. They're the ones who heard the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires of other things entered and choked the word, and it became unfruitful. Don't turn it, but let me just put Luke's account up here. Look what Luke said about the same exact thing. Luke 8, 14 says this. Now, the ones who fell among thorns are those who, when they heard, 
um, it go out and it choked with the cares, riches, and pleasures of this life. And it bring no fruit to maturity. So this means, most people misunderstand the scripture. When it says the cares of this world, it's not talking about, you know, tribulation and trial. It's about the things of the world. Money. The things, the things that you love. You know, all the things that you treasure, the, 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 the cares of this world, they're the things that will come and choke. And so the Bible says these three things will choke the word out of you. The cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and these other things. And that, that can just put everything in one category. Okay? And these things, that word care, um, is it mean, the, the Greek word for that is merida. And it actually means to, 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 to crowd out, to choke out. And so if you allow the cares of the world to come in when you receive a word, it will choke out the word that God is trying to put inside of you. And the question is why? Because everything with God, church, is voluntary. Understand God's not going to force you to do anything. He ain't going to force his word on you. He ain't going to force his love on you. He ain't going to force his blessing on you. And you have, the, you have a choice to receive it or not. It's up to you. You, you determine which ground you're going to be. God don't determine the ground. You determine how you're going to receive his word. And so because of that, the choice is yours. Even, now this is going to be a harsh word, even the choice to go to hell. Got to talk about, see, I had a conversation recently with somebody. And, and you know, they always had to question God when it comes to their mess. There was a question that was posed to me. He said, you're a preacher. Let me ask you this. He said, why would a loving God send somebody to hell? I say, and I, I gave him back a question. I said, remember you were in school? If you failed a class, what would you go home and say, Mom, my teacher failed me? Your teacher didn't fail you. You failed yourself. You the one didn't do the work. You the one didn't turn in the assignment. How did the teacher fail you? So how can God send you to hell? It's your choice. Hell was never created for mankind. Hell was created for Satan and the, and the, the falling angels. So if we choose hell, that's our choice. See, understand, there's, there's going to be only two places you can go after, after this life. Right. Only two places. There's not a third place. Right. Let's just make that clear. You're either going to go to heaven. That's only two. You're either going to be with God or, or not be with him. Yeah. There's only two places. And so if you choose, the choice is yours. You can say, God, I'm going to deny you my entire life. And when you say, oh, God, I'm going to deny you, that means you've made your choice. I'm going to live eternity without you, God. Yeah. Or we can have the choice, God, I'm going to live eternity with you. And so if I'm going to choose him, I have to, I, it's my choice. God's not going to say, here, take, receive this word, and I'm going to make it be in your heart. No, no, no. That's not how God roll. He wants you to choose his word. He wants you to choose him. And so we can't allow the cares of this world to, to, to make us go into this place. Now, we get so caught up with the joys of the world and so caught up with the things of the world that we're no good to God. Y'all quiet in this Lutheran church. Y'all Okay. Mm -hmm. I know I'm parking in some people's spots. We get so caught up with things and caught up with having. Uh, can, can, I, can I talk about us for, and I, for real quick? Especially in our community. You know why? Because we wear our wealth. Listen, on, on my job, I deal, this is no lie, I deal with billionaires. I interact with billionaires. And I go in there, I put on my little suit, my little tie. They're coming to meetings with, with their little khakis on, their little dockers, little moccasins on. Hey, Bob. Hey, hey, John. Hey, how's it going? But you look at their portfolio. 
They dripping money. And because they dripping money, they don't have to wear it. See, it's us. And that's why a lot of times in our community, we become stony ground. Because the minute we get something, we got to wear it. As soon as we get something, we got to floss it and flaunt it. We, we, you know, we, we, we got to have the hottest and the, the latest. We got to have it going on, but ain't got two nickels to rub together. And they get mad, get mad when you called out about it. You, we, listen, in our community, I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago in Bible study. It's tax season. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless God for a return. And listen, listen, Deaconess, me and my wife, I don't know the last time we've seen a return. <laughs> Amen. It's been, it's been a while since I've seen a return, but God's still blessing. Amen. Amen. So I thank him for that. Amen. But in our community, instead of investing that seed or putting it in good ground, we going out. You, how, many, how, many, how many tip tags you seen this week? How many tip tags you seen this week driving around? Just drive around. Everybody buying cars. And guess what? By next year, they're going to need a new one. We talked about this couple weeks in Bible study. Beyonce coming to town. I showed Taj in my office. Tickets are going for thousands of dollars to see Beyonce. So she can get up there and dance and all of that and, 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 and all of that. Amen. I ain't saying it. I learned my lesson in Bible study. Amen. <laughs> See, I didn't know all, all her lyrics meant. They had to school me. So I ain't going to say what I said. With, with. You'll give Beyonce thousands. The man of God said, all right, now it's time to give. You put a dollar in the plate. And he complained about that. Oh, he going to use that to buy him a car. Your dollar going to buy me a car? Oh, the preacher just want to live big off my money. Really? Your five dollars gonna make me live big? Y'all know for f I still work every day, and and as the pastor, I should be able to be full time in ministry, but I'm not because I'm smart. Because if I had to depend on the church to take care of it, brother, I wouldn't eat. So guess what? Amen. I love to eat. I don't like it. I love it, and because I love to eat. I will go to work tomorrow morning. And I will put in my hours so I can get a check so I can feed my family. The, the, the pastor say, all right, it's time to sow a sacrificial seed. Because we're trying to do something in the church. He'll look at that pie and go, mm-mm. But let Beyonce come to town. You giving notion, you buying shoes, you buying new outfit, you get new eyelashes put on, tight weave. Come on now, I know, I know. Going to the Mac counter, getting your makeup done. Get them all your money. And guess what? Beyonce ain't gonna give you a return on your investment. All she's gonna do is dance and sing. She already got millions. Millions. Her and Jay-Z don't need your, your thousand dollars. The house of the Lord asks you to sow a seed, you can't do it. Because you're thorny ground. Because you care about the cares of this world. The cares of the world. 
You got to realize what the cares of the world. If you remember what Jesus said in Matthew 6, you know, that's my favorite chapter of Matthew. He said, why are you worried about the things of this world? That's what the Gentiles worry about, what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink and what you're going to wear. He said, the Father know you have need of these things. So why are you worrying about them? Why are you allowing this to, so can, can, I, can I show you what, what, what this looks like? C come on, Tosh. Tosh working it hard today, ain't he? So the Bible says, the Bible says that when, when the word comes forth, and if you decide, if you decide to be thorny ground, this is what it looks like. Where the thorn at? That's what it looked like. So let me show you what this looks like. I know this, look, this looks crazy to you, but it's exactly what happens. Let me show you what happens. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. So I'm trying to sow this word into him. Let me show you what happens when a thorn comes. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Can't do none of that. So the word went inside him and he allowed a thorn to choke it out of him. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you, son. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I believe it was the words of a prophet, method man who said, cash rules everything <laughs> 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 Chase the dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, yeah, chase it, baby. Chase it, chase it. No, 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 you got to chase it. You got to. Woo! Come back. She come back to church. Chasing the dollar. See, you don't even need to work overtime. But you work overtime so you can go buy, give it to Beyonce. You work overtime so you can, so, so you can, so you can buy the latest and the greatest. And when you work overtime, guess what they're gonna tell you to work? The time you can have some word. The opportunities. You, you notice how most times the things that 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 that, that you want to do, they try to schedule it for Sunday. Your kids' football games are when. All right. I got some more word for you. See, if you allow yourself to be thorny ground, then it's all these thorns that's trying to grow up with the word and grow up with the seed of the word, and, and it ain't going to work. So here you go. The joy of the Lord is your strength. No, no, no. <laughs> Fantasy football is your strength. Oh, boy, get it. Get it. <laughs> so the word is choked out of him. It's better to give... Here, here's the one y'all struggle with. Here you go. It's better to give than to receive. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, do you remember Biggie? <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about the notorious B.I.G. I'm talking about 
Here's another one we struggle with. Do not forsake the assembly of the saints. That means coming to church. Come on. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know you've got to network and you can only go for Sunday. All the big business decisions are made on the golf course. <laughs> 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 word out of there. <laughs> And this is what it looks like when you allow yourself to become thorny ground. You allow the cares of the world, listen, the deceitfulness of riches. That word deceitfulness in the Greek means delusion. Where it looks one way, but it's really something else. You allow the deceitfulness and all these other things to choke the word out of you. And now ain't no word in you. And because ain't no word in you, you have nothing to stand on. What happened when the money runs out? What happened when those, all those things that you chase, now they're gone? Who you going to run to then? Oh, God, come help me. Then you come back to church. Until you get your breakthrough, then we don't see you no more. Pipping God like he's some type of genie. Just rub the bottle, and when he gets your breakthrough, then I'll put him back in the bottle until I need him again. Chase that dollar. The cares of this world, the cares of this world, if you allow it, will choke that word out of you. And that's probably what the thorn looked like. It's like a pimp. And guess who getting pimped? Allowing yourself to get pimped by the thorns, by the cares of this world, by the deceitfulness of riches, and by all these other things. Thank you, Thorn. <laughs> the, 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 word, the word cares, the word cares means in the Greek distraction. And so anything can be a distraction. Now, I like to bowl. If I allow, bowling can become a care of this world. Bowling can become my distraction. I could be out there for hours and hours and forsake all the things that God has called me to, forget all the spiritual principles I'm supposed to do because I'm, I'm just distracted by my bowling. Television could be a distraction. Hours, just hours. I got to catch up on scandal. I got to catch up on... What's the other one? The empire. I got to catch up. I got to, for hours, just why, and they'll never open up your Bible. Never go to God in prayer. Never have a, any communication with God. Never lift your hands in worship uh, because, the, because we're being distracted. Now, I recently got back in the gym, and guess what? If I allowed the gym could be a distraction. Five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, all I'm doing is in the gym and never, never invest in my spiritual growth. Okay? Old boy can be a distraction. Old girl can be a distraction. If you're with somebody that's discouraged you from coming to the house of the Lord to get word, they are a distraction. 
The Bible says do not be unequally yoked with non-believers. You're setting yourself up for failure when you do that. I know it's tight, but, it, but it's right. See, distractions will make you lazy about spiritual things. So let me show you. This is the hourglass. And so I fed all the kids in the world. And so I'll come to church on Sunday and I'll get a little bit of word. But then I'll let the kids of the world come and take the little word I got in me out of me. Then I'll come on Thursday night and I'll learn about my spiritual gifts. And then here come Friday. I'm at the five mile house. And I, I gave them all my money, all my time, all my energy. Uh-huh, yeah, I know. And we go, this is our lives. What little you receive is choked out. Uh-huh, I'm going to park in some of y'all spots. Here you go. You won't miss your organization meeting, but you'll miss church. Ooh. Let the bros call you. You there. Let the pastor call you. You don't answer the phone. Ooh, amen, lights and walls, amen. You won't miss your favorite television show, but you'll miss prayer. You'll yell and scream at the football game when it's time for praise words. You don't even lift your hands. We make the Ravens score, we scream all we can. And y'all like quiet church mites when you come in here. The praise and worship team is a show for you. You just sit there and look at us like this. Because you let the cares of the world. You give more to the world than you give to God. And I wonder why you're in the state you're in. Allowing the, the care. What you do receive, boom, it don't take long. Choke it right out of you. Y'all y'all quiet in this, this is Episcopalian church. Y'all okay? Yeah. Yeah. But God, I fasted and I prayed. But ain't no word in you. See, nothing's going to grow without seed. And only what you, I told this to the couples Friday night, only what you feed will grow. So if I feed my spirit, my spirit man will grow. If I feed my flesh, literally, it will grow. Eat McDonald's every day for a month. For every meal, you will grow. And I'm not talking about the right way. But what if you did that same 30 days and got in this word every day? Then you will grow the right way. So guess what? So when the tribulations and trials come, it don't destroy you. You ain't consumed because you allow that word to get down inside you. It says the cares of this world the deceitfulness of riches. And I told you that that, that, word, that word deceitfulness means illusion, and, and, and the word riches means plutus. And it means, again, to be deceived. And you, you, we, we will give all our money to everywhere else, but we'll put no seed in the ground. No seed in the ground means no harvest. I don't, you know, I, we just, I've said this since the day one of ministry. The Bible says that if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. And it's not just talking about your money. Anything that you're supposed to sow, if you're supposed to sow your talent, sow it. If you're supposed to sow your time, sow it. If you're supposed to sow your resources, remember, and, 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 and those who missed Thursday night, we talk about spiritual gifts. It was, it was good. 
One of the spiritual gifts is giving. It's a grace that comes under a person that has a special gift to gift. Um, and giving, of course, in, in church we always think, oh, he's talking about money. No, giving could be anything. Giving could be anything that God has given you. And, and, if we're, and if we don't put no seed in the ground, we cannot demand or look for a harvest. Put on the scripture. Here's, here's one that we should know. Put up here 1 Timothy. I'm almost done. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Look what it says here. It says, now godliness with contentment is great gain. I could stop right there. You take godliness with contentment, which means you good. Paul says, I will, I will learn to be content in whatever state that I'm in. All right? Go to verse 7. Look what it says here. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can't carry nothing out. Michael Cole can't go with you. Tom Ford can't go with you. They might put one on you to put you in that casket. But that's it. You still can't take that with you. Let's keep reading. And having food and clothing with these, we shall find content. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 6. The birds of the air don't worry about food. The leaves of the field don't worry about clothes. So your heavenly father knows you have needed things. You don't have to worry about those things. If you seek first the kingdom of God, he will add those things to you. What anybody else say fighting for and scrounging and stealing for, God just will bless your life with it if you make him your priority. And don't let the cares of the world choke the word out of you. Let's keep going. Verse 9. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Now, understand what this means. It doesn't mean if you have money, it's going somewhere. It's teaching you something, and you got to put it in the context. And I'm not saying that if you are rich that you automatically going to fall into sin, but if it's your desire to be rich and money has now become your God, now you're in trouble. So you, gotta, you can have money and money can't have and not have you. All right? Now, here's a scripture that most people misunderstand, verse 10. For the love of money... It's the root of all kinds of evil for which some have strayed, listen, from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through, though with many, through with many sorrows. So, so look what it says. He says, people say, people, I hope people, people say, oh, oh, money is the root of all you know. It's the love of money. The love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So you can, and let me tell you, let me let a little secret in. You can not have a dime and you can still fall into this crime. You could be broke and still fall into this thing. Because it says the love of money. You could be broke and still love money. You can love money and be flat broke. And when money then becomes your God, that's all you chase is money. That's when you fall into this snare because now greed is going to enter your heart. See, people with money, you know, I know some great people with money and they just give. They just give. And what? listen, here's the key. Whether they save or not, they're going to reap a harvest. Look at Oprah Winfrey. I don't know if she saved or not. But a woman gives, and so it comes back to her. Seed, time, and harvest will remain as long as the earth is here. That's what it says in Genesis, right? And so no matter if you use this principle, so if, if, if I have, he gives seed to the sower, so the more I sow, the more I receive. There's no way around that. And we have to learn that. And again, it's not, you, you need more time, so sowing time. You need grace, start sowing grace. 
You need mercy, start sowing mercy. You, 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 whatever you need, begin to put that in the ground. And watch what happens. It, it'll, it'll produce a, of some fruit, and you'll be like, oh, my goodness, where this come from? Half the time, I don't know how I get time. It's because I sow time. Because I've been out here five days this week, and I'm looking for a return on that investment, Lord. I'm going to need some time to get some rest. And guess what? He's faithful every single time. People ask me, Pastor, how you do all you do? You work, you do this and that. God's giving me grace because I'm sowing. And he gives seed to the sower. And so let's finish up on, on thorny ground. Thorny ground. Thorny ground is when you allow money, clothes, eating at Ruth Chris every day, I don't, I don't know what your pockets look like. <laughs> you know what? That, that, that's one of the things gets me. When I go to the market, I got a budget when I go to the market. I don't know about y'all, but I, I got a budget. So much so, sometimes I don't even let my family go with me. They'll tell you, I rather go to the market by myself because I don't know I'll save money. See, my wife, my kids love my wife go to the market. Cause she gonna just throw cards. She's gonna throw stuff in the card. She don't. She don't even. She don't look at the price. She don't. Not me. When I go, I'm like, all right, this is what. I'm okay. Boom. I'm very frugal. It's in my blood. Amen. Amen. I get that from my daddy. Amen. But because of that, I can manage my money well. But, but, but my wife, she, she'll go to market and she'll just, you know, do her thing. When I go to market, I have to go. They're like, you going to market? I'm like, yep, and I'm going by myself. Because when I go to market by myself, I know I can save money. Well, it is, it is, it is the truth. Y'all just be quiet. Let me finish doing what I'm doing here. And, 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 and if, 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 you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, fiscally sound. I'm trying to make sure that we are living and living under a budget so that when the drought season come, amen, the brother has a seed still to sow. But if I allow the cares of this world, and one thing about me, I like nice things. God knows I do. But nice things don't have me. My wife would tell you, I taught myself how to buy myself stuff, even when I had the resources to do it. I'm like, I ain't buying that. She's like, no, you deserve it. Go ahead and get it. I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that. Because I'd rather, you know what? You know how I find pleasure? I want to be able to look in my account and go, yeah, I did that. <laughs> then I look in my closet and say, yeah, I did that. Had the stuff I can't even fit no more. <laughs> or it's played out. You buy something that's fresh now. Like, like my kids get in my case, I got a pair of leather pants, right? <laughs> I love those leather pants. They tell me I can't wear them no more. My, my kids tell me I can't wear them no more. Now, they're not the, they're not the, they're not the Eddie Murphy raw type leather pants. You know what I mean? I don't get down like that. Now, y'all, told you I'm a gamma man. I don't get down like that. But I think I, think I, could, I could rock them with the, with the right thing. Now, now, when I got them, they was fly. But now, according to them, they say it's played out. So now, like, now they just sit in my closet looking at me. They'll come back. They, hopefully they'll come back, mister. Well, hopefully I'm, I'm still young enough to rock them. 
You, you know, you know them old dudes still wearing nugget rings and I don't be, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. You know, all played out, trying to bring it back. Wearing herring bones. Nobody wearing herring bones anymore, do they? They still wear herring bones? No, sometimes, all right, cool. I don't, I don't know. But see, all I'm mentioning is the cares of the world. When we allow money to become our God, when we allow things to overtake us, when we allow, you know, the deceitfulness of riches, people think because I got money, it's going to cure all my problems. That's what Michael Jackson thought, and you still have to him. He had elephant bones and monkeys and Oscar chains, an amusement park in his house. He had, he had the money to buy all those things and still wasn't happy. The deceitfulness of riches. Now, ain't nothing wrong with having money. As a matter of fact, that's my prayer. I want all y'all get rich. Then hopefully you'll sow a seed. Amen. And we'll build kingdom that way. So, so understand, I'm not against prosperity, but I'm against you. That's all you think about is prosperity. Prosperity has become your God. It has to be in balance because, again, the way we prosper is through his word. Look what Jesus said. He says, I pray that you prosper, that you even that your soul prosper. You see, and that your soul is your mind. So your, your mind has to change about money. Ain't nothing wrong with having a little change in your pocket, but that's all you chase after. You're willing to miss, you'll miss church for three years just to chase a dollar. And a dollar ain't going to do you no good because all you're going to do is give it to the world. And they're going to give you no return on that. I know you like Michael Cole, but he already rich. You like whatever you like. They rich. And guess what? A lot of them rich because of us. We give them all our money. And just look at these fools. They broke. So don't let the cares of this world choke the word out of you. Don't allow the, dece- the deceitfulness of riches to choke the word out of you. Don't allow all these other things to choke. We, we don't want to be thorny ground. Because here's the thing about thorns. When, when, they're, when they're, you don't see them. Now, another word for thorns are, are weeds. Think about your yard. In the next month or two, your grass is going to come back. And when your grass comes back, so will the weeds. And guess what? Weeds grow faster than your grass. And if you, if you allow them, they will overtake your lawn. With them dandelions, them things are rootless. Them cats, them things, my grass would be this high. Them dandelions be this tall. And listen, the thing about them, their seeds are on the outside. And all it takes is for the wind to blow. And now they spread their seed. And you, you wake up the next day. They all over the place. And they will choke your lawn if you allow them to. So the way you de-weed or get rid of those thorns is make sure you allow the word to come in. Next week, we're going to finish up with good ground. So we got three things we should not be. By the wayside, stony ground, and thorny ground. Is that all right? Amen. Next week, we're going to close out with good ground. Come on, stand on your feet. No thorns in our grass, not in our lawn. Thank you for listening to the Raymond Talk Podcast. To listen to this message or past sermons, download the Mixcloud app in the Google Play or iTunes Store. Go to mgwc.net to join and get the latest church announcements. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Thank you again for listening to the Raymond Talk Podcast. Hope you join us next time.